What is up, Conscious Monkeys? Welcome back to another episode of Traveling to Consciousness. As always, I am your host, Clayton Kuteri. And in today's episode, this week, actually it might be kind of a couple weeks, but we'll get into that in a second. This week's episode, we have Alex Serves. Alex Serves is a social media content creator and theorist who links pop culture and current events to consciousness and the great awakening. She started off her social media career on TikTok, posting comedy skits around like serving as like a, you know, a waiter or waitress. Then she transitioned into exposing corporations for unfair labor practices, which then led her into talking about the matrix mind control, how we are all collectively under it. And so much more. It's honestly an incredible, incredible podcast that we recorded here. We talked about so much from the beginning starts off with us talking about the interpersonal skills, your, your responsibility that you have in this time space dimension. And then we started transitioning into talking about Chili's, which is the corporation that she exposed. And I'm going to save it for that because it's actually pretty crazy. If you haven't seen a Chili's around, it's because of this girl. We're going to get into that. We're going to be figured out some cool stuff about frequency and you'll learn later why my new phrase now is time is art. Time is no longer money. Time is art. You'll know why I'm I'm diving into that. And a couple other things that I want to bring up. Number one, this is the first podcast where I've got a new mic, I've got a new headset. So if my voice is coming across a little differently, if you're sitting there thinking to yourself, Clayton sounds a little weird or Clayton sounds different. What's what's going on here? It's because of this mic, this beautiful mic that I purchased and I'm not affiliated with them, so I will not plug them. But I will tell you this, that I am loving every bit of this mic. It is beautiful. But the other thing that I want to get to, I'm pivoting here, pivot, turn rational pivot. That makes sense. This is only going to be part number one of, I'm assuming a three-part series of this podcast release. So if you are listening to this live, realize that in the future, if you come back to this, you will be able to listen seamlessly from part one to part two to part three. I will not do any editing around the edges of part two. The end of part one will not be edited at all so that you can just cue them up and it will flow seamlessly through it. Why am I doing this? Well, I believe that the information that we cover in these podcast episodes are so valuable that it needs to get to more people. How do you get to more people? You make it more consumable. And that is a part of divvying it up into one hour segments. And on top of that, even if you're someone who's been listening to it three hours straight through, first of all, kudos and thank you to you. But the way I see it, is that the information is so powerful that you should really just listen to the first hour, take some time to reflect on it, then move on to the second hour, take some time to reflect on it, then move on to number three. That's my recommendation. But again, you're your own individual. You have free will. So use it as you will. (laughs) So with that being said, what is on this one is part one, then we'll have part two, then three. So if you're listening to this in the future, probably at least three weeks out, You'll have access to all of them. So listen to all of them. They're all super dope. Alex is super dope. And with that being said, allow me to introduce you to Alex Serves. Traveling to Consciousness. 
exploring spiritual journeys to find answers in uncertainty. It was so, it was very, very soothing. I've been listening to ASMR like before everybody knew about it like years ago and everybody thought it was like so weird. Like you just like fall asleep listening to this lady like, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's, nice. <laughs> it's like you get it's kind of crazy. <laughs> I had on the podcast Mystique. Are you familiar with Mystique Awakening? No, but I like the name. She's yeah, she does ASMR. She's really good at it too. Yeah, I I like don't listen to it as much anymore because I listen to like the meditation stuff. But that's what I used to fall asleep to all the time. That I would like have like I had like an ex boyfriend who's like you're weird, and then I was like just try it one time, and then he's like can you put that lady on again? I'm like yeah, he's like fall asleep (laughs) like listening to her. (laughs) He's like she's just so soothing. I'm like I know. <laughs> Isn't that the best? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just come hate something to the crazy like, side. Yeah, I'm like, come to the crazy yeah, side. Right. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, you, you introduce something, something to somebody new, and then they just like pick it up, and it's just like, oh shit, okay, fine, I'll <laughs> disregard yeah. everything I've ever said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like one of my friends. Oh. Um, that I think he's a Pleiadian. Um, we definitely are connected uh, from past lives. And um, and he was like, man, the one who who got me into all this stuff was my ex, who was Puerto Rican, and I'm Puerto Rican. And he was like, my ex got me into all this stuff. She literally was like, before she before she left me, she was just like, hey, so this is what my family is into. This is what we know. Here's some information. I'm out. Bye. And then he was like, oh my god, what is this stuff? And then he was like, what was she talking about? Like a few months down the line, and then he got super into it. And now he's like, he's been to Egypt with Matias Stefano, like you know, in the pyramids, had this whole fucking crazy journey. And I'm like, dude, that's crazy. I'm like, Puerto Rican woman, we do be doing that. We do be changing lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Latinas in general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I've experienced those life changers. <laughs> well, you know, Puerto Rico is right where the Bermuda Triangle is. So we got a little more magic. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The rich port. Right there. Yeah, the goal. I haven't, and everything I haven't been swooned by a Puerto Rican lady yet. So. <laughs> Where what? Can't well, comment. I don't know. Do people? I don't know if you're okay with saying. Do you, what state do you live in? Uh, Pennsylvania. I'm in Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania. People know. That. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool going to New York next week. I've told I've told my audience far more personal things. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. Literally, I have like okay. So I got demonetized on Instagram. I get demonetized on every platform. Um not not trying to claim that it's just what happens and so um because like i don't think anything is like too much and they're like yes it is we are demonetizing you i'm like oh, okay um so now uh, yeah yeah so i had my subscribers and man for my subscribers now i just put everybody on close friends on instagram and i literally just talk tell my stories every day on my instagram stories and they're just like what i'm like i do not care i have no walls I have no walls because at this point I'm like, right. everybody just like demask because I cannot deal with the masking anymore. And so I was like, well, I've always been this way, but I figure, you know, if, if I could just be the person that I wish more people were like, then I will just find my people. That's a great way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. You really have to just be authentically yourself. That's the only way you're going to find the people that you resonate with. Otherwise you're always just going to be masking and literally like trying to, just have friends to have friends, but they're not quality people. Like they're not people that you're really learning anything from. And I just, I don't know when it comes to friendships, I think there's so many different layers to friendships and 
I just think like you really are the sum of the people you surround yourself with. And I think that if you're on a journey of really trying to level up and learn in consciousness, you really have to start making aware choices of who you want to spend your time with and what you want to do with that time because time is energy. And if you're just giving it away, like just to like, I don't know, do things that you're not really in alignment with at the time, you're really just like, in my eyes, just kind of wasting time, which I've wasted a lot, but it's not wasted because you learn. But For you sure. know, once you become aware, like that's how you rewrite the story. Well, I think even a, a bigger thing that you're kind of touching on here, I heard uh, someone by the name of Alex Armosi talking about this. I'm not sure if you know who that is. No, but of course he has my name. Yeah, <laughs> it's right on point. <laughs> so he he even talks about how like friendships. He sees it as kind of like a spectrum. It's not like you are my friend or you're not my friend. Mm-hmm. He sees it as like okay, it's a spectrum of mortal enemy to like best friend in the entire world. And the way he sees it is like, you know, you can shift along that spectrum. Like our relationship over time will shift along that spectrum. Like if we're on the same path. If we're on the same mission, right, and our past is crossed, like we are now, mm-hmm. then we become friends, right? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, we're both trying to achieve the same goal. So, like, it makes sense. Like, we both like each other. We're friends. Okay, cool. Let's record a podcast. But then, like, as time goes on, if your mission changes or if my mission changes, our spectrum of friendship will probably start to fade towards the side. And he kind of breaks down how, like, that's totally okay. And yes. how, you know, we have this whole wrapped up notion of, well, you either are my friend, you're not my friend. Why haven't we mm. talked to him forever? I have yep. to be the same friends forever. And it's more bringing that awareness to, are we on the same mission? Are we trying to go to the same place? Mm-hmm. If not, that's totally cool, but let's just not waste each other's time about it. I think that friendships is just the same as a relationship, like a dating relationship. And I think that in with most people in this society, when we drill, we deal with a lot of rejection and trauma. And so we are constantly chasing chasing whatever we want and a lot of the time that is love and that comes in any form whether it's from family friends or a partner and um i think that a lot of times we are we are aware if we're chasing a partner or like a person we want to be with we are aware like oh i'm i'm doing too much right but we don't look at that with friendships a lot. And that's something that I've always looked at just because I realized that I'm like, man, I always put in so much to my friendships and always want to like, re- I'm always reaching out to these people and these people don't really reach out to me. So I'm like, are are we even really mm-hmm. friends or am I the only one keeping the friendship going? Um, and then on top of that, like, besides that, then you have to think about like, yeah, where is their journey going and where's your journey going? And instead of being like, why don't these people like me? Like, I just want to be friends with them because like, you just want to be friends with them. It's like, why do you want to be friends with them? Like, what are they doing with their lives? Are they at the place that you would like to aspire to be someday? Like, are they matching or is it just because you just want people like friends? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I think a lot of people just like to fill the void instead of really paying attention. Yeah. There's fear. What if there's no, what if there's no friends on the other side? What if this is the last friend I ever have? I think like, I think the person we need to focus on the most is literally just ourselves. And so I think that when we are constantly looking for outward like validation and external um, whatever love in whatever way that may come, like you are still not happy with yourself. If you cannot spend time alone, which I literally could not 
ever be alone. I was so codependent. I'm like, now I'm like, everybody stop talking to me. Leave me alone. Nobody reach out. I don't invite me to anything. I want to be alone. This is the first time that I'm alone in my life. Like, no family because I went no contact, no um, no boyfriend, no job, no literally like I'm in a whole new state. I like don't really know anyone. I'm like, this is the first time that I can figure out who am I? Who am I without all of the out- outward circumstances of family, jobs, life, like everything? It's It's pretty crazy. And I know something you touched on there was about your like going no contact with your family. Mm -hmm. And because that's something that I feel like you've talked about quite a bit. And I know that it's something that's probably very difficult for people to do, especially if it's a toxic family relationship. So what do you have advice for people if they need to make that move to, you know, break away from siblings or parents or, you know, parental figures that they're around? I think that you really have to remember that you are eternal and this is just a character that you're playing in this lifetime and they may not even be a part of your same soul cluster and family and they may be on a different journey than you are and on a whole different timeline and their soul may be on a different like dimension because every 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 point of view is a different dimension but their soul may be just on a different taking a different path than yours. And so if you feel like this is your path and this is what you should be doing and you want to do the healing, work on, do the shadow work, work on your trauma, overcome these things, and you're putting in the work and these people are not putting in the work and they're just trying to keep you wrapped up in their drama and their toxicity and their bullshit, then you literally have to say, okay, you are more than welcome to keep that cycle going. But I want better for myself and I don't want to keep these loops going because then like we're never going to break these curses. Mm-hmm. We're never going to break these curses if we don't just break it off. And so if you the way I see it I'm like, wow, I chose to come here. I chose these people to be my parents to teach me the lessons I needed to learn. I did what I had to do and now I just have to accept that this was the script. The script was they played their role, I played mine, now I am aware and I am okay with doing the work to move forward in this journey, but they are not. And so we have to split ways just because um, I'm not going to allow myself to be criticized, ridiculed, talked down to, um, walk on eggshells every day, harassed. Like, I'm just not going to do it because I'm going to choose peace. And I think uh, we have to let go of these ties that we have with people like, oh, they're our family. Like, so what if they weren't your family? Do you like them as a person like at the court? Do you like them? Would you hang out with them? If you would not do it with a stranger, then you should definitely not do it with your family. Like I think that a lot of people think like, oh, I owe them. It's like they made the choice to have you. It was their responsibility. They filled their role. And now if in a, as an adult, they can't respect you and they can't like have a adult conversation and see like, okay, we have our differences, but we can respect each other without trying to enslave the other person into their thoughts. Like that's how I feel. I feel like a lot of parents um, or family members still have this like enslavement mentality of like my child is my property and they are an extension of me and they have to do what I say and we have to do what the Bible says. And it's just like this like, hierarchy of a patriarchy that has not worked 
for centuries. Why are we still following it? Like we we just keep repeating the same shit in different stories, different characters. So you have to literally do something that's never been done before if you want different results. And the only way to get different results is to put yourself first. Put yourself first and do whatever is going to make you happy and give you peace of mind. Otherwise, like you're going to hate your life because everybody misery loves company. For sure. For sure. Whenever you go to set that boundary of, okay, I see the trajectory of your life. Probably don't say it that way, (laughs) but whenever you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I can see that this is no longer healthy for me. Mm -hmm. You go to that other person and you articulate this. You tell them that this isn't really working. I need space. You set that boundary. Is there any fear that they could end up in a worse off spot because you're not there to help them? Um, yes, but also they are not your responsibility. Like you have to, your child is your responsibility. If it's a child, yes. But if it's a friend, if it's a family member that like is not your kid, uh, literally they, they are not your problem. You know, we, first of all, we cannot save anybody. You can only save yourself and only if you want to save yourself. Like, if not, then keep going with your loops or whatever. But there's a fear, like you said, oh, are there going to still be friends on the other side? There may not be. And guess what? Like, it's better to be in your own company than a bad company. And if you're just going to be miserable because, like, I'm scared. Fear is what keeps you down here. Fear is the only evil that there is. Just fear. If you literally can just laugh in the face of fear, like it can't do anything to you. It can't. It does not exist. <laughs> what you give life to exists. So don't fear it. And people are like, what, what do you mean? There's so much. And it's like, it's really that simple. We just like overcomplicate so much because of the brainwashing we've been under. What brainwashing is that? I just, this, what we've grown up in with there's always been someone to tell you what to do there's always been the government's going to tell you what to do the church is going to tell you what to do your job is going to tell you what to do the school's going to tell you what to do your parents are going to tell you what to do society's going to tell you what to do the media is going to tell you what to do when are you ever just thinking what do i want to do most people make every decision they make based on somebody else's opinion well what are people going to think what are people going to think if i do this is it going to are they going to judge me are they going to make fun of me what okay you are literally never living for yourself you are only living for the per- perception of others but you can never control the perception of others because you are not them and they are only going to judge you based on their life experience that you have not experienced and they will they no matter how much i share with my people and they think they know me, they don't 100% know me because they haven't lived every single experience that I've lived since the day I was born. So you will never know anybody's perspective. And the ultimate truth is literally just all of us. It's all of us. It's all of our perceptions because we are source broken up into these billions and trillions of little particles experiencing creation And so us creating the separation between each other and trying to say, I'm right, you're wrong. I'm right, you're wrong. It's never going to get us anywhere because our truth is just our experience. And that is our perception. And so all truths can exist at once because that is the experience that you are experiencing. And that is source experiencing creation. 
That's literally all it is. If we could just accept that and be like, like I was literally just thinking this before we did this podcast. I said, we need to stop thinking that because I don't agree or I don't like something like, okay, let's say I, I don't drink, right? So let's say I go, oh, I don't want to date this guy because he drinks too much alcohol. So I'm like, hey, actually, I, I just don't think we should date. You drink too much. But oh, so you think you're better than me. Okay. I did not say that. I just say, I don't want to hang out or date someone who is an alcoholic. That doesn't mean I think I'm better than you. That just means I have different interests than you. And I think, and we're looking for different things. And I think that people think that if you say, hey, I don't want to do this because I don't like this in my life, they're like, oh, so you think you're better. And it's like, that's projection. No, I never said I think I was better. I just said we should go our separate ways. Why are you taking everything so personal? I think like people take things way too personal and we need to be okay with just telling people like, hey, it's okay that we don't align. It's okay. And we don't have to stay in each other's lives forever. Like you said, people think like you need to be friends with everybody. No, you don't. It, uh, believe me. No, you don't. Because when you grow, <laughs> unless the other people are growing and most of the time people are not, you're going to grow out of them. Because if you're doing the work to grow, you're going to outgrow those group of people. That was a stage in your life. Like I say, like people come in, <clears throat> come into your life for a reason and a season. And that's it. Like they don't have to be there forever. It's okay. Like it's it's just the experience of life. Like meet more people, leave your hometown, do things. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a difficult thing for especially people who are on this like spiritual, more empathetic path. I, I think that has to be a I'm I'm projecting my own beliefs here. But that's probably a stronger cornerstone, if you will, a stronger piece that is holding people who are empathetic in general right like they have a tendency to have so much like care for others that it comes across or it manifests as a lack of care for themselves mm -hmm. i think that um i was watching this video on tiktok that I was talking about when girls are boy crazy they're more in their masculine energy because they want to get this guy and she's like you know a lot of people talk about when the guy is girl crazy when a guy is girl crazy they fall into more of their feminine energy um and even in their own f friend group um they'll be the one that like cares the most and is like you know the host and like has more of the feminine energy because they are not attracting that into their life because they want it so bad that they turn into it and i think that that's literally like what we all do we want something so bad that we forget about ourselves and start putting everybody else in front of us and everybody else's needs above ours to have that comfort mm. that love that well i feel bad um god i know i've it's hard to explain because like i remember just I literally was listening to a voice note that I had from October where I was like bawling and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like everything is just so horrible. And I'm like, oh my God, like I forgot that I was in that place at one time. And then now it's like, I've come so far that I'm like, oh yeah, you just do it. And you're, and people are like, what do you mean? You just do it. How do you just do it? And I'm like, oh, right. Like there are steps you have to really want to do this. Like you really want, you really have to want to Find out who the best version of you is without anything holding you back. And that's like my goal. Like, I'm just so grateful that I never got married, never had kids, like don't have anything holding me back. And I'm just like, 
I get to figure out who am I? Like, I didn't fall into like the standard, the status quo that everybody thought like you should do. And I'm like, I'm so happy. Like, I am so happy right now to have no attachments <laughs> and be like, who, what, what, what happens? This is like a whole new book. What happens now? This is so exciting. And I think people see it as like, oh no, what are you going to do? Like, I, I'm going to live. <laughs> I'm going to live. Like, I'm going to live and do things. Like, right. I, you know what I'm saying? And then, I think that a lot of people will try to guilt you and guilt. It's not really real. Like guilt is in like, I mean, it is, it is, but guilting, like feeling bad about somebody else's feelings. Like I'm trying to think of a good example. Like if someone's like wanting to hang out with you all the time and you're like, Oh, I need my own space. I think that a lot of people will just give in and be like, Oh, well I feel bad. And it's like, but I don't want to actually do that. Like, you know, I actually just want to be alone. And so we get guilted into doing things that we don't want to do because we feel bad. And so we never even realize that, like, those people are making that decision for us because you giving in is just, I feel bad. But like, what do you yeah, really it's, want? It's, it's interesting because as you, because as you say that there's like, to my mind, I'm thinking of a like situations where I've if I were to say no, I would feel guilty. And like, there's a feeling that if I don't say no, then they're going to feel guilty. Or if I, does that make sense? If I say yes, then they'll feel, if I say no and I feel guilty for saying no, then they're going to feel it as well. Like, I feel like I'm going to make them feel bad almost. Yes. That didn't make sense, did it? No, no, I see what you're saying. You're saying, yes, it did. Okay, no, like, it didn't. <laughs> if I'm like, hey, Clay, hey, Clay, like, let's hang out. And you're like, oh, I'm not interested. Um, But then you're like, oh, but I feel bad. Okay. Well, it's the same thing that you can do I in a relationship. I feel bad for saying no. Yeah. I feel bad for saying no. Right. So it's like, okay. oh, I don't want to. And then yeah. it's like, I'm like, oh, and then I feel rejected. And then I feel rejected. And I'm like, what did I do? Like, why doesn't he want to hang out with me? Why doesn't he like me? Like, and then you start self deprecating. And it's like, okay. The other person is self-deprecating. And then you're on this side, like, oh my God, I feel so bad. I like, I mean, I think she's cool, but I'm just like not interested in hanging out. Like I just, I honestly don't want to, and I don't want to lead her on. And so you're over here having this internal struggle. And this person's over here having this internal monologue of like, oh my God, what did I do? What did, it's like no one did anything. It's just you have a something else you want to do and go go somewhere else with your life and you're not trying to lead anybody on. And the other person just has to accept it like that's it we can't force people into our lives just because we want them in our lives everybody has free will and if people like i think that people need to get better at reading energy because otherwise then you become the asshole for saying no and it's like well if you could take the hints of like hey i distanced myself i stopped replying to your text messages i stopped calling you like you know started creating some space or uh, there i will literally tell people i am going to create space from you i don't want to keep hanging out and they'll just go in one ear and out the other and then when i finally leave they're like i'm so confused it happened overnight i'm like it really did not you just didn't want to listen people don't want to listen they hear what they want to hear and they keep their illusions in their head of what the story is instead of looking at it for what it really is and that's our problem we create narratives in our head that are not what's actually happening and we're not looking at it for like zooming out mm -hmm. the lens and be like what is really happening here you just you get like these like goggles like love you know rose-colored glasses and you create this story about this person and these things it's like never happened and this other person has a different story in their head and so it's like this is why there's so much miscommunication and then on top of that nobody 
says what they're really thinking. They cover it up with an excuse to not make them feel bad instead of being like, hey, I'm just not interested. It's so it would be so much better if Mm. we could all just say the truth right up front and then everyone not take it personal and just be like, oh, that's okay. I guess they weren't the one for me. Great. The universe has someone else. And then you just move on to someone else. Like it's that easy. There are so many people in the world. Like we don't have to keep chasing this one person who like, why do you want to have someone in your life who does not want you in it? It's so easy. (laughs) I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's that they want someone in their life that don't want, doesn't want them in it. Or if it's a lack of faith or trust or belief that there's another person out there that would want them. A hundred percent because I was in horrible relationships because I thought like, I will, I think I knew there was more, but I was so like blinded and I'm like, Oh my God. But like, am I ever going to, are am I ever going to feel this way again? Are you ever going to feel like shit again? Yeah. If you allow it, like calm down, girl, it's not that serious. But back then I was just so, so blinded because of trauma from growing up and wanting to be loved and all this stuff that I'm like, I I just, I get it. I do not judge because I get it. But you literally have to get to the point where you're like, I would literally rather be alone than have to be crying every day and be miserable every day. And like question and walk on eggshells like the anxiety that I lived with daily from like not just relationships but from just every aspect of my life because you're constantly walking on eggshells around everybody and I think that a lot of people are really um upfront about like you know uh what they want and how uh how they treat you they don't care to treat you badly but then you feel so bad like one little thing you do you're like oh my god because you're an empath and you're like oh my god I feel so bad because like I know how it feels but they don't think about how it feels to you. And so at some point you have to just fight back and you have to be like, hey, an eye for an eye. (laughs) Like, I'm going to let you know how it feels because clearly nobody's ever came along and told you or made you feel the way you're making me feel. And you need to feel this. Like, I need you to know this is not okay. I think the best way to do that is literally walk away. Walk away and don't look back because when you are such an empath and you're such a giver, People get really used to that. Like they are like, it's like dopamine. You're like, oh oh my God, this person like loves me. This person keeps calling me. This person keeps wanting to see me. Like this person is like, oh my God. And then the person's like, okay, this person is not reciprocating. So I'm going to leave. And then when they leave, you're like, oh my God, wait, what happened? Like that was my drug. And that's the best thing you could do. Mm. Literally take their drug away. Just take it away. And then they'll be like, damn, like they didn't know how good they had it until you were gone. And then you just got to find somebody who appreciates you because honestly, people just don't appreciate people these days. Do you think that's from a lack of people appreciating themselves as opposed to like kind of doing that inner work we were talking about? Because if you just jump from relationship to relationship, does that make it like uh, sidestepping the issue? Uh, yes, I think that not being able to be alone is definitely, like I said, codependency and, um, yeah, not, not seeing your worth and only seeing your worth if other people accept you. And if then you're like, oh my God, nobody likes me. And it's like, no, there are people out there that are going to like you and do like you. You just haven't met them yet. You just have, they're like, 
the people that live in your neighborhood are not the only people in the entire world or the people that work at your job are not the only people in the entire world or the people on the internet are not the entire people like there's so many different worlds out there you just have to move like or let the world move around you and like let it bring you the right things what frequency you're vibrating on but it really is like that quote that says you accept the love you think you deserve like everyone you date or you hang out with or how you let people in general treat you is what you will put up with because you think well that's okay like that's okay or that's not okay and it's you can't blame anybody but yourself for allowing that at the end of the day yeah yeah and that's a <laughs> hard blame to carry it takes to, a lot to blame of yourself introspection yeah because it admits that there's some sort of failure within you and that is okay because we are literally babies in the universe we're babies like we are so new like we are so new we are third dimensional beings accessing the fifth dimension you know shifting into the fourth and fifth dimension now accessing higher dimensions like we are not i know that people say like you are god you have god within you yes but we are a piece of god we we are not god yet we don't know how to do walk through walls and you know create fire with our hands like we haven't gotten back to that we have all that we have that in our dna we have all those memories in us we can reactivate that but we have literally gone to the lowest possible timeline so now we got to work our way back up this time it'll be quicker because we will remember our powers again but we are not god source yet because we have to come together if we cannot come together we are never going to get to that power and keep going into these higher dimensions and unlocking more so we have to look in the mirror and take accountability and admit our wrongs and accept that we're just learning there are going to be mistakes because there is no rule book here. We're all just like listening to other people's thoughts and what they think is right. So we're going to screw up and it's okay. It's okay to mess up. Like everybody has to stop trying to be perfect because nobody is. Look at our, look at the state of the world right now. Nobody is. Yeah. I think one of the best things you can do is kind of try to fit, pick that north star if you will to aim towards because like i know i'm not perfect but i have people who listen to this podcast and hopefully take some of the advice and implement some of it but there's at least some level of responsibility and some discernment that the individual needs to do in order to be like mm, maybe that piece of advice wasn't for me mm, maybe i won't implement that exactly how they said it mm, especially with something that says out there as the topics that we talk about on this podcast from like consciousness to aliens to you know the arcturian council it's like i know there's probably a lot of people who don't fully dive into it but they still <laughs> listen because it's like i'm interested to hear and see what other people think about this crazy alien channeling world um it's so funny i was just thinking about this i thought I think it's, I was thinking about this in meditation when people come to me and say, oh my God, I love your videos. I mean, I may not agree with everything you say, but I love your videos. And I'm like, who are you like saying this for? Because That's beautiful. I, I say the crazy things. I say the crazy things. So I'm not going to judge you for believing everything or agreeing with everything I say. I'm not going to be like, but I think that people want to like it's like they're still protecting themselves by saying i don't agree with everything it's like um, mm. in a way they're still saying like they're still saying 
hey, um, I like your videos, but also I do still think you're crazy. Just so you know, I do still think you're a little crazy, but I do agree with some things, but not everything. And I'm like, okay, like you don't have to agree with this is literally I'm just documenting my journey and experience in life and figuring out this whole thing. This is not for a cult. I don't want I don't want to be a church. I don't want to be a pastor. I don't want to be a leader. I'm literally just a content creator who documents my life and I share and go down whatever path. I literally started off doing serving skits and comedy. And then I switched to politics and fighting for workers' rights. I saw a few of those. You saw the, the I saw comedy a few one? Of skits. Uh, see, I'm a funny person. I, I think so. It was like <laughs> shit people say. <laughs> oh my God. That was literally in 2013. Oh my God. Or 2012. Man, that one actually did go viral on YouTube and I should have started my YouTube career then, but I did that not. And you know what? Ago. I do want to say I'm very mm-hmm. grateful that this took so long my my you know whatever you social do, media presence. you can do shit people say in the spiritual oh yeah you can do like shit people say in the spirituality community <laughs> oh my god i don't know i don't pay attention oh, be a good one. i literally don't pay attention too much about that stuff and i just don't like like the shit customers say was funny because like people are so ridiculous but i don't i have i think i've seen one somebody do something similar like the things that people say in the spiritual spiritual community and i just feel like in a way it's kind of like making fun and those people at that time like that's really what they believe in and i don't want to be mean and like making fun of their belief system that's really what they believe you know uh, you can have fun with it I mean, <laughs> people believe in jesus and muhammad and all that stuff and people put them in comedy skits all the time yeah have you ever heard of uh brent pella no. You heard of Brent Pella? No. He you should do a YouTube search on him. He's got a lot of skits in like terms of spirituality. Oh really? He's got a he I think he has a new um he has a new special coming out soon or something. Yeah, but you should you should check him out on YouTube. He's he is fucking funny, man. He does all that type of stuff like like uh crystal babies at a festival or something. Like <laughs> shit like that and it's so well done where it's like just perfectly over the top where it's like, okay, no one's actually kind of saying that, but it's like yeah. the energy behind it is like, yeah, yeah. yeah I know people kind of say that, you know? No, it is funny. Although I will say I was just watching a TikTok and it was about some comedian telling somebody to go off themselves and just kept going on and on after the girl was like, I already tried and like just kept saying, well, try harder next time. And I'm like, oh my God, I need to say something because comedians are really crossing the line lately. I feel like with a lot of their jokes, like, I'm not all here to be like PC and, you know, whatever. Like, I love comedy. But I think like the heckling of the audience members, when it gets like personal like that, I'm like, okay, you guys got to like put a halt to it. Like, you don't have to go in so hard on people, especially because I feel like it's just so disrespectful to your audience, to the people that paid money to come see you. And it's like, you're just telling them like, yeah, go off yourself. Like, you should definitely try harder next time. Your mom should have like aborted you. I'm like, oh, my God, this is just so mean. Like, why would you say this to people? I'm a mean. I can be I would a mean say person. Probably when it gets to that stuff, it's like ugh, I just think it's too much. I think it depends case by case, first of all. But then, even more so, I think there's an element of it's a comedy show, so you got to be ready for like anything that's going to come up. And on top of that, if they're offering up the information, like oh, I already tried to kill myself, I think they're in for the bit. Like they're down <laughs> for it. You know, like I've seen. I've seen some comedians who will make fun of either crippled people or, you know, people who have mental disabilities. And there's a piece of me that's like, you know, they're having a human experience too. Like don't treat them any different just because of, 
you know, some sort of physical or mental disability. And, you know, if it's out on the street, maybe like, even then, like, I'm still going to be nice to them, shake their hands. Like, do you really want someone to like kind of pamper you and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, uh, like, how can I help you? How can I make your life easier versus, Hey, what's up? I'm Clayton. Like, how are you doing? What's going on? Yeah. I mean, mean, yeah, I, (laughs) yeah, I guess so. And I, you know, they say that the people who did come to earth with disabilities and stuff like that are actually like the oldest, wisest souls because they chose to come in with that because they knew that, um, like one, they say that they've be- done it before and they're just so so wise that they knew coming in that they could handle that and that they're not it's not a punishment. Mm. It's literally them coming in to help. It's a service to others by allowing like allowing themselves to be in that position to see how uh, it's a reflection, like how we treat them is a reflection of us. So they come in with this disability right. to be like, how are people going to treat me? And it's really a service to others just to be in this body. It's crazy. So what? why do you say that they're actually older or the oldest souls that are on this planet? What, what makes you say that? Um, I think I heard that from maybe Dolores Cannon. I'm not sure. But they say that they're the um, older souls because they are they have done enough lives where they can come back and um, not take this type of stuff like really personal. Um, and they understand the mission for it. And apparently it like speeds up your your soul's process in earth school i guess um to come to come like the harder your life is the more experienced and advanced you are that's what they say so i'm like oh okay i guess we're all pretty advanced souls here because we are having a pretty tough time (laughs) i'm trying to do a quick google search on this i wonder i think i feel like I've, i've read something i feel like it sounds like a dolores cannon type thing yeah, I think Dolores Cannon said it in one of her like hypnotherapy sessions, QGC sessions, um, that souls that come in with disabilities are like older, wiser souls. Because I think the other thing that I've seen is it like also could see again, I haven't heard this in a while, but that it works off a lot of their karma. Yes. But yes. I don't know. That's what I, I meant. When... Is that what it is? Or is it something? Well, that's it... what. That's what I meant when it's like, oh, it helps ascend their soul faster because it works off a lot of their karma. Yeah. So, like, okay. I'm guessing these people that choose this, these souls that choose this, they probably are like, oh, my God, I was such, like, a horrible person in my last, last life. Okay, give me a disability and then I'll come back and pay it all forward, like, literally just to this life. Because in the end, there's no judgment. It's really just yourself. Like, are you okay with your journey? And then you're like, oh, no, I should not have done that. Let me go back. Let me fix it this time. And they just come back and fix it. Because in the end, it really is for this one goal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not able to find anything online about it. But I do feel like I've read something similar to that. Yeah, I've heard about but it. But I think the meta, I think the meta thing is that it comes back to like the teaching. Because I've even had this kind of idea even with like kids. Like, you know, you can kind of approach them and be like, oh, like, are, are you Okay. Or you could kind of take the approach of like, it's another person, right? Like, why don't I just kind of go up, like you right. meet them with high energy, of course, but also just be like, Hey, I'm Clayton. Like, how are you doing? Don't kind of like ignore them or sidestep them or think that their opinions any less valid. It's like, that's a, that's a human being right there. I mean, maybe right. they're not as wise whenever it comes to intellectual or philosophical debates, but their viewpoint of the world is just as valid as any of ours. 
I definitely disagree in the point that they are I feel like they're so much more connected to source because their third eye hasn't been as calcified and they haven't been as brainwashed as we have. I love, uh, I don't really like kids, but now that I know all this, I'm like, oh my God, if there is a kid that's like three years old, I will ask them a bunch of questions because three years old is just such a pivotal point where they can form, like they can understand what you're saying, form thoughts and sentences, and they haven't forgotten their past yet. And so those are the kids that really remember their past lives. They remember like they can see things you can't see. Um, one time I was at the park and there was like this little girl like climbing the tree next to me. And I'm like, hey, so have you, Um, because I was like, I know there's some shift that went on in New Year's. So it's like, hey, have you noticed anything different since New Year's? And she was like, oh, uh, well, I don't see the red and black dots anymore. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And so I was like, okay, so she's not seeing this energy anymore because kids can see energy. And so she was like saying how she could see these wow. red and black dots all around. And I was like, okay, got it. And so I like to ask these kids questions because I'm like, these kids got information that we don't have. And like my followers will tell me like my kid is saying that he can see spaceships in the sky. He said he could see the aliens. And I'm like, yes, yes. Keep asking them questions because they can yeah. see so much more than we can. And I'm like, I want to be in like the eyes of a kid again and so that's what i'm trying to get everybody back to like relax everybody life is supposed to be fun we're so stressed out like i was at the beginning of this um <laughs> it was supposed to be fun <laughs> yeah while we're <laughs> while we're on this to satisfy the people with um you know the the sci more scientifically minded i just pulled up an article of uh, on med.virginia.edu so it's university of virginia Med school of medicine and the title of the article is children who report memories of previous lives and in quote, some young children, usually between the ages of two and five speak about memories of a previous life. They claim to have lived at the same time. They often show behaviors such as phobias or preferences that are unusual within the context of their particular family and cannot be explained by any current life events. These memories appear to be concordant, concord, concordant. I've never read that word before. These memories <laughs> appear to be concordant with the child's statements about a previous life. Yeah. Have you That's um, wild. have you watched Matias Estefano stuff? Do you know who he is? No, I've heard his name, but no, I've not oh taken the Matias Estefano's rabbit hole. What's he all about? Do you have Gaia? I do not have Gaia, no. Sir. Uh, you know what guy is though, wow. right? If if judgment was a look, <laughs> that's right. I know uh, people mostly listening, but if judgment was a look, I just got it. <laughs> Wait, is this not? They're not going to be able to watch this. Do you post this anywhere? It'll you be on the audio. Yeah, it's oh, okay. Porn. Okay, okay. So go. YouTube's kind of delayed a bit, and I'm still working on figuring out how to grow my YouTube channel. For some reason, it doesn't like to grow, oh. and I think it's because I got a strike or a warning from oh, the people at YouTube. That. But yeah, that's a whole that's a whole thing. Yeah, dude, yeah, I got I got it, man. <laughs> yeah, I got banned yeah, off TikTok and everything. Yeah. So, um, okay, so Matias Stefano is get banned I for. Because I was predicting the timelines. Let's, let's finish. Yeah, let's finish. Let's finish this idea. We'll, we'll finish with Mateus and then we'll go to TikTok banning. So let's finish the Mateus uh, rabbit hole. Who's this guy? Oh, Mateus Estefano is a guy who remembers all of his. He's, I think he's like 
around our age. Um, he remembers all of his past lives. Um, so he does have a lot of stuff up on Gaia um, where he shares his past life experiences. I haven't watched all the stuff on Gaia. I've literally just been like listening to podcasts and stuff like that. Um, but he grew up in a home that was like had no belief system. So no religion, no spirituality, no nothing. And so then, but as a kid, he would just start remembering like his, his, wife from a different life his kids from a different life he would just start remembering all this stuff and then he was able to like see energy and do all this stuff and so he started telling his family about it and they're like oh that's cool like they never they never shut him down because they didn't have any beliefs on anything so they were just like oh that's really interesting and then um his teacher he said his teacher could see auras and stuff so then he would talk to his teacher about it so he definitely picked a life where no one was gonna tell him he was crazy no one was gonna say no because his mission on earth is to be a portal and to literally tell people like hi (laughs) this is not all there is and we do have past lives and this is actually never ends you are eternal and so you wanting like me wanting to leave this place all the time i'm like where are the aliens coming pick me up um he's like yeah you have to be okay with the fact that you are just unlocking new dimensions the more that you start you know connecting to source and and your chakras and doing all this work but um it's all here like it's all here like hell heaven everything and i'm like i don't want to accept that i really hope he's wrong about that one um because i still have faith that like we will be able to go travel the cosmos and like the aliens will show up uh but for now we have to just accept being here on earth and if we can't be happy with what we have in this planet then we don't get it anything it's like be happy with what you have and get more. How- yeah oh well there's a definitely a deep lesson there how does that idea though that everything's right here conflict with the idea of being able to travel the cosmos and meet aliens are they not the same well see so well yeah oh for me okay this is what i want like i'm thinking like i really want to see legit physical aliens show up like in spaceships like i want you know maybe the sky is like a dome like hunger games and it just like it's a grid a matrix grid and it's just like we're inside of a computer and it's like we're Westworld, and it's just like you know fragments one day and we're just like oh my god and then the aliens like come in in ships and like it's all like haha you're on the truman show like we were watching you this entire time like there's so many po- i think about this all the time like there's so many possibilities i finally just stopped trying to figure it out because i was like i don't think i'm ever gonna figure out what the truth is until in if it happens but um i think it's gonna be fun and it's gonna be a party whenever we figure this out or if they ever show up but let's say that doesn't happen and we have to just like be here and accept everything here um then you just like it's kind of like what's been happening with me like the more that you're open to this the more that you start seeing so a lot of people like you'll you could be looking at the same sky which i have with people and then i'm like do you guys see that like i will see a ufo and they're like they don't see it so i'm like okay so we're right now living in the same existence in the same plane but we are in two different dimensions because they're seeing this dimension that's right here and i'm seeing beyond the this dimension i'm seeing beyond the veil which is what a lot of people you know in the spiritual community can do so Mm -hmm. it's both like you said it's both it's like you unlock more features the more you grow and then you can start seeing spirits whatever you want to call it ufos aliens you can start communicating but for me i'm like i haven't seen that yet so aliens can you guys show up like for everybody like i want real like men in black you know (laughs) i just want to be like a movie like that would be so much fun i think we deserve it i think we have put in the work and i think we should we deserve something cool well it's interesting based on your 
your the interpretation you laid out right there it sounds like what you're saying is is that they are here it's just you have to raise everyone has to do the individual work to raise themselves to their own frequency or like the high enough frequency so that they are able to see them yeah you know what i mean like you're kind of you see the catch 22 i'm putting out there yes it makes me sad you just want people's loot you want people's minds broken that's what yeah, you want yeah i want people to be <laughs> like fuck yeah <laughs> yeah i want like a, a like fuck yeah moment like team america fuck yeah no, i'm just kidding. but like i do want like a like a real like oh my god like I just think like, okay, you grow up in religion and you're like, oh, there's going to be like this. Oh my God, it's one on one. There's going to be like the second coming, blah, blah. You always grow up believing like, I think everyone believes something. Something will happen at some point. I think maybe there's some people like that are like, no, nothing's ever going to happen. And I'm like, oh God, that is such a miserable life. I want to have hope and faith that something cool will happen because then that makes every day fun. Like what's going to happen? Are you guys going to show up today? Okay. Not today. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow is the day. (laughs) So that's how I think every day, (laughs) but it really is like we have to meet the frequency. It's like the vortex. Like, I don't know if you listen to Abraham Hicks. It's like the vortex, everything that you want, everything that you want, everything that you need, it's there. It's there. You just have to meet the frequency so that you can pull things out of the vortex. And you're not in the vortex when you're doubting. When you're doubting, when you're questioning, when you're asking how, when you're in fear, then you're here and the vortex is over here. And it's like, well, I'm over here, but you're over here. So I guess we can't meet. And so then you have to literally be like, okay, I have it. It is mine. It is already mine. I already have it. And then not stress. And then you get closer and closer and closer until all of a sudden they just start coming to you because you've met the frequency because you're literally just a ball of energy. And so then everything starts, it's like a magnet starts gravitating towards you. And you're like, oh my gosh, wow, I did it. I finally did it. You literally just have to keep going. You can't stop. (laughs) If you stop, you're never going to get it. and it sounds like it's relating back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast with fear. Right? Mm-hmm. It sounds like that at the end of the day, if we can just get over the fear of whatever we have, whether it's with money, whether it's with this, whether it's with that, pushing past that fear is the final stand, if you will. It's, it's what's going to take us across that finish line. 100%. And that's exactly what Matthias also has talked about. Uh, he's like, there is like demons are just. They're just fourth dimensional beings. They're just beings that also are just trying to figure out how to like they're just doing their their work. They're in their vibration and they're just doing their job. Everybody's just vibrating at their frequency. And so just let them do their job. Don't bother them. If you don't observe them and you're like scared of them, you're not giving them the fear that they're going to thrive off of. They will leave you alone because they are not getting the energy from you. It's like energy vampires. If you're not giving someone your energy who's draining it, they're going to look elsewhere to get their their drug. And so that's the same thing like demons are. It's like, I just don't believe, I literally just don't believe anything could ever happen to me. I'm just like, eh, I'm protected. And people are like, you can't think like that. You have to be safe all the time, blah, blah. And I'm like, I mean, I never really liked this life that much. So I didn't really care. I was like, I'm fine. Like, whatever. <laughs> that, that took what? a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's literally how I was. I was so depressed. I was like, take me out, God. At any moment, I am ready to go. And he's like, ha, ha no, you're going to have to stay there. And I'm like, damn it. And so here we are. Um, But now it's fun. Now that I've figured out, now that I figured out like all the codes and algorithm and start like the matrix decoding and how you can cheat the system. And that's why I got banned off TikTok. Segway. 